Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24:15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series titled, According to the Pattern. Actually, we're going to finish it up today. And it's based on Exodus chapter 25, verses 8 through 9, where God spoke to Moses. He said, And let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so you shall make it. God was very specific and very pointed to Moses to build it exactly with the pattern that he gave him. Why? Because there's prophetic significance in the pattern of the tabernacle of Moses. There's the pattern of the way, the pattern of the value, and the pattern of the time. And what a journey we have taken. We're just finishing up the third journey, the first being the journey of the way or the journey of a Christian. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but through him. And the baptism of repentance brought us. The baptism into the body joined us. The baptism in water showed us. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit empowered or filled us. It's the Lord working above us, through us, and in us, according to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 6. It's the ministry of the Holy Spirit and his operation in the church. It's the house of prayer at the altar of incense and full access to the throne of God for mercy and grace to help in time of need. And we find that in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. And then we discuss the journey of the value. It has to do with the value of our personal relationship with God. We go from being saved and water baptized to serving God in his kingdom establishment on earth being his church to an intimate, personal relationship with Abba, our Heavenly Father, our Daddy. We're going from brass to silver and to gold. And Psalm 42, verses 1 through 2 in the Amplified Version says, As the heart pants and longs for the water brooks, so I pant and long for you, O God. My inner self thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and behold the face of God? And then I like the message version, which says it this way, A white-tailed deer drinks from the creek. I want to drink God, deep draughts of God. I'm thirsty for God alive. I wonder, will I ever make it, arrive, and drink in God's presence? Well, yes, now we can. Jesus has made the way, and the tabernacle shows us the value of obtaining a close and personal relationship with the Lord. And finally, we discussed the last pattern, and that pattern was the journey of the time. We need to understand what time it is, and we need to understand where we are now. And sometimes it feels that God is moving very slow. However, Second Peter tells us it's his long-suffering, not willing that any should perish. 
Second Peter chapter 3, verses 8 through 9. But beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. What's the first thing that should happen? It should be the baptism of repentance, that all should come to repentance. That's the first baptism in the pattern or the journey of the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. It says that in John chapter 14, verse 6. And there is no other name under heaven whereby man must be saved. That's found in Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Three prophetic patterns shown in the tabernacle of Moses. There's no coincidence here. God told Moses to build it with the exact measurements and with the exact materials. Hebrews tells us its construction and operation are merely a hint of the true sanctuary in heaven. So Moses, be careful to build it exactly as you saw it on the mountain. The book of Hebrews chapter 8 verse 5 in the Message Bible says this, These priests provide only a hint of what goes on in the true sanctuary of heaven, which Moses caught a glimpse of as he was about to set up the tent shrine. It was then that God said, Be careful to do it exactly as you saw it on the mountain. Are we ready for the rapture of the church? the millennium, and his second coming? Have we traveled spiritually all the way into his full presence? Have we experienced all four baptisms? Do we personally have an intimate face-to-face relationship with him? Are we serving him in his earthly kingdom establishment? Are we spending personal time with him alone? Well, you see, God created us to fellowship with him. 1 John chapter 1, verse 3 says, That which we have seen and heard declare we to you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. How many times have we been asked, Excuse me, do you know what time it is? Maybe we should seriously consider how we answer. Remember, tomorrow is as uncertain as the morning fog. It says that in James chapter 4, verses 13 through 14 in the Living Bible. We have a lot to look forward to. After the millennium, we see the final demise of Satan, the great white throne judgment, and then eternity with him on a completely new earth, a new heaven, and the new city Jerusalem. And we find that in Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 2. And let me read what it says in Revelation chapter 22, verses 3 through 5. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp, nor light of the sun. For the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Well, should we pay attention to the prophecies in the word? Well, Jesus said we should. Revelation chapter 22, verse 7 He says, Behold, I'm coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Well, let's read one more time our foundational scripture for this series. Remember, in Exodus chapter 25, verse 8 through 9, it says, And let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so you shall make it. So what is the pattern? The pattern of the way, 
starts at the gate on the east side. It's a narrow gate. There's only one way in. And the way we find it is through the baptism of repentance. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. For godly sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation, not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. And we're moving from the east to the west and come to the brazen altar where Jesus paid the sacrifice for our sins. And we call upon him and receive the baptism into the body of Christ, called to be ambassadors, his saints. We're forgiven of all our sins. We keep moving westward. We come to the brazen laver, which represents the baptism in water, the washing of water of the word of Christ as we grow and learn and become mature in his word. And we continue to head west to the door of the sanctuary, the holy place. It represents the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And as we enter into the holy place, it represents the dispensation of the church through the power of the Holy Spirit, the golden lampstand and the golden oil being the power of the Spirit, the table of showbread. As we become ambassadors for Christ, it represents Jesus as the bread of life. And us, as we show him as the bread of life, we become the showbread. And we keep heading west to the altar of incense, which represents the prayers of the church and the angels adding incense as they go up before the Lord. This is called the pattern of the way. But Jesus paid the price. And when he died on the cross, the veil was torn from top to bottom. So we can go right into the Holy of Holies and enter into his presence. So we followed the pattern of the way from repentance to salvation to service and now intimacy with God in his presence. That's the pattern of the way. And then there's the pattern of the value, where the value of the brass, representing sin and the law, and Jesus became a curse for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And then we enter into the holy place, which is represented by gold and silver, which represents the redemption, where we're redeemed from the curse by the blood of Jesus Christ. And then we go into the Holy of Holies, which is all gold, which represents a full, intimate relationship with God himself. It's not merely just knowing him or serving him, but now it's being with him. And finally, we have the pattern of the time, being the outer court, representing the 1,500 years of the law of Moses until Christ, represented by brass, then to the 2,000 years of the church, represented in the holy place, and finally, the millennial reign of Christ on the earth where we're ruling and reigning with him, represented by the Holy of Holies. And once we're in the Holy of Holies, if we continue west, there's no more time. And don't forget, the time travels from the east to the west. And after the millennium, there is no more time. For we are in heaven with God in eternity forever. Three prophetic patterns all built into the tabernacle of Moses. It's amazing it's not happenstance. It's not by chance. It's God speaking his prophetic word through types and shadows of the Old Testament. It's wonderful. Quoting Kevin Connor again in his book titled The Tabernacle of Moses, he says, In approaching this study of the Tabernacle of Moses, it is well to remember the words of the following proverb. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. That's found in Proverbs chapter 25, verse 2. With respect to the tabernacle of Moses, as revealed by God to Israel, it is no different. In the very structure, furniture, and material of this tabernacle, it has pleased God in his glory to conceal and veil eternal truths. It then becomes the honor of believers, who are kings and priests unto God and his Christ, 
to search out these glorious truths. I want to thank Kevin Connor for his book, The Tabernacle of Moses. It has been the sole inspiration for the writing of this devotional series. This book is volume one of a series titled Divine Habitation Trilogy. His book covers many more facts and figures and revelations that I've covered here. We've merely scratched the surface. I highly recommend the reading and the study of his book. You'll be amazed with his research and findings. And again, we'll read our text scripture, Exodus chapter 25, verses 8 through 9. And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, that is the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so you shall make it. And finally, Hebrews chapter 8 verse 5 out of the message version one more time. These priests provide only a hint of what goes on in the true sanctuary of heaven, which Moses caught a glimpse of as he was about to set up the tent shrine. It was then that God said, be careful to do it exactly as you saw it on the mountain. Yes, God always speaks it first before it comes to pass. It was prophesied in the tabernacle of Moses. Well, our time is up. I've enjoyed this series. So tune in tomorrow, same time, same channel. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.